Welcome to the echo chamber. It's very quiet, isn't it? <laughs> this is a uh, Pink Floyd. This song is from the Dark Side of the Moon album. Does it get louder? Are my earphones quite quite quiet? Uh, no, it, it is quite quiet. <laughs> oh right, okay, good, that's fine. <laughs> nice! Sounds like you're a... Uh... Going through like a warp. This is one weekend I was supposed to be doing work, but because it was during lockdown, nobody was keeping track. So you record. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so the story of this set list I was recording in April. That's pretty much all I can tell you. <laughs> I, I love those uh, play sets, that, uh, those sets that we put together that really have a story to them, you know? Just <laughs> one April day, I decided to DJ. Love it! <laughs> and the, the, reason I, like, the reason you're getting this one this week, it's not the one I wanted to play. I was being a smart arse. I, I was mucking around with some tunes this morning, well, Connor was at soccer practice, and then this afternoon I went to get, I was like, meet one of my colleagues who was getting a haircut, and then I went to Thanksgiving dinner at our school, got home with an hour to spare, tried to record a set list, and it was awful, so I defaulted back to this one. Well, good enough reason. I like it, it's like starting with the, uh, the real sort of like classic, um, it's what I'd expect to my my mate Trafer, his mum is Glaswegian. She is a big fan of like Erasure and um, and just kind of like that 80s 80s sort of vibe music. That, you know that we'll always be together. That sort of reminds me of her. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? It's not Erasure though, is it? Who is it? I can't even remember now. You're gonna have to Google it. <laughs> 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 we are we are pretty terrible knowledgeable DJs. Well, terrible in the knowledge of what is not our niche area. <laughs> Which I don't think yeah. that song is really, because that's quite an experimental opening for you. Oh, I love this song. Name the film this is used in. You can tell this is my set because we're three minutes in and we've already played about five tracks. <laughs> if uh, if a DJ set high hyperactivity. It would be yours. Very good set. <laughs> I just, uh, I really, really love that song. 
Um, uh, it's not Blondie, is it? It's a top. No. Um, I think it's Blondie. Yeah, it is Blondie. It is Blondie, isn't it? Yeah. Love it. It is Blondie, but it's got Armin van Buren and Noli Vogel at the top. Yeah. Oh, there comes the bass. I'm just thinking that in the, in the first five minutes, uh, you've gone from like dark side of the moon, like quiet, slow, like psychedelic, to kind of mixed 80s stuff, but with a really, really punchy bassline in in literally five minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see where this is going to go. This was played last night at a, at a party I was at. It just someone's, um, someone had an Alexa and uh, obviously became a novelty uh, at a party. There was, it wasn't really a party, it was a whiskey tasting and then it very quickly turned into a party. Uh, and well, what fun can be had with Alexa? Excellent song. So all this kind of classic stuff is getting requested by people last night because you just be like, Alexa, play. I don't know. Um, it's like that by Run DMC. And it will. Uh, Salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah, well, this is it, yeah. And then. Because it, it was all the lads together to begin with. And then, and then all the, 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 the sort of the girls turned up. And then that's just when. The fit hits the sham. <laughs> I love this. That goes remarkably well with the disco background. Yeah. I'm very impressed with this. <laughs> do, you, do you remember playing this set? <laughs> Not at all. There's a high possibility that I was drunk. <laughs> nice. Those are the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! Got a meaty bass for you. That's basically you can get your teeth into that. I can see you uh, DJing this on with your What's the word I'm looking for? Your your new deck with the vinyl vinyl deck. Have I been able to see you on vinyl yet? No, no. No, I was just saying I could see you playing this on that. You know, because it's like I would expect I would oh, expect yeah. you to have Run DMC yeah. in your vinyl collection. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting vinyl online and like shipping it to the UK so that eventually one day. When travel is a thing again, I can pick it all up, bring it back. <laughs> what, and bring back to China with you? Yeah. We, um, do, they, do you have to like pay tax on stuff going in? 
I don't think so. I mean, if you're coming in with lots of brand new stuff, they would text you. But if you're just yeah. coming in normal cases. Because I'm a bit worried about transporting some of this DJ stuff. Wherever, wherever I go, or wherever I go to, go to next, it's going to be a heavy, heavy tax levy on it in, in Egypt. Nice. So uh, we came here, the school said that China was possibly taxed electronics. And so I didn't take DJ equipment, I didn't take my Xbox. Mm. And then we, the plan was we'd pick it up in April mm. when we went back. And then we didn't... Oh wait! I know why I recorded this set. I recorded this set the weekend that my before my brother was getting married. Because he made a joke about me DJing his wedding. Ah, That's where this came from. You see? All, <laughs> all that I said, was just helping I was you out to him remember like... what the hell this set was about. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, anyway, all I have to say, I didn't get the Xbox. Oh. Sad face. Oh, speaking of sad face, did you see what I wrote in it? Like, uh, for, for anyone who's listening, me and Dave are on a Skype call when we do these episodes and we record the, uh, our voiceovers sort of separately we're listening to each other and then we uh, edit it together afterwards um, and I just noticed when I logged into Skype before that there is uh, in the emojis section there is a Steve Aoki emoji which is like a long haired DJ wearing earphones and he's just like sways his head from side to side it looks exactly like kind of a, an emoji <laughs> version of Steve Aoki and it's actually called the Steve Aoki I don't know how he's, how he's but then I also noticed like a few uh, months back that like Lost Frequencies had, you know some of the filters on Instagram, they had their own filter on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, he had his own filter on Instagram. Oh really? Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just a, uh, they must be paying the companies to have them as a kind of marketing thing or something. It's kind of, kind of, kind of yeah. funny though. Like I just did a search to see if they did a Dimitri Vegas and like Mike emoji, but then we could have Trash Panda, trash panda emoji. Yeah! <laughs> just a couple of raccoons in a, in a, in a, in a dustbin. <laughs> it's quite like a, a chilled set of it. Got, he's got your token like punchy bass thrown in that you've laid in on top, but he's at, for the rest of it's actually quite funky, quite disco-y. I'm gonna guess Purple Disco Machine feature later. Uh, uh, if you didn't use them, it would be a sin in this set. How long were we watching Purple Disco Machine for at Tomorrowland? In that little side stage with the, with oh, the dragon that blows out steam out of his nose. The Rose Garden, Rose yeah. Garden. We must have been there hours. A good hour. Afternoon. We were like had a, yeah. like three or four hours to waste between things that we wanted to see. He was great. Like, really, really good. Yeah. Just uh, all of this type of stuff. Like if anyone's interested in like kind of the more funky disco-y type stuff, Purple Disco Machine. They've done. They've got their own music, but they've also um, they also remix and remaster pre-existing tracks. So they've done. Um, so there's some really, really good ones. I'm trying to think. Um, some fantastic sets on YouTube as well for part of uh, 
they're going to fall off there and can't get, can't do her own. You are sorry. They've got some really good sets on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's DJing on vinyl. He's he's another one I've been watching carefully with how he pushes them off. Yeah. Oh, speaking of representative. Oh, is that it? That little like wooden. That's it, 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 that game. Nice. Yeah, uh, so the Purple Disco Machine did a really good cover, uh, well, remix of um, Praise You by Fatboy Slim and uh, Ocean Drive by Duke Dumont. Both, both of which are like completely turn the original up on its head a little bit, just making it much more like you'd expect to see like a lit up dance floor with cubes of different colours on the dance floor. <laughs> Very sort of Saturday Night Fever style, aren't they? But with a, a funkier, more modern sort of edge. This is Purple Disco Machine. Yes, it is. This makes me think like what it would be like to be in the army if the army was like solely populated by members of the Bee Gees. <laughs> Two So, Dave, tell us, what have you been up to this week? This week I have been writing assignments. I have uh, been preparing for and enjoying book week at our school. Nice. Always a, always a good... Did you have I a dress-up day? We did have a dress-up day. Uh, and who we... did you go dressed as? I went dressed as Captain Underpants. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for the cover art for this uh, this episode should be you wearing your Captain Underpants uh, picture right, that you done. sent me done. the day before yesterday, which is truly hilarious. <laughs> ne- nearly on a par with our Thunderbird suits at Tomorrowland. Nearly. <laughs> Whenever I thought we were the Swedish flag because they didn't know what Thunderbirds were. But anyway, yeah. I assume if you wore Captain Underpants, there most European. Visitors at Tomorrowland would know who Captain Underpants is. I presume he's a global phenomenon. I would, uh, <laughs> uh, the Chinese people don't know who he is. I reckon they'd love him. It's just a kind of the just ever so slightly inappropriateness of it. Uh, that's what I imagine the Chinese people would love about it. It's like I've watched like quite a few like when I when I've visited China a few times, you put on the TV, just everything's just a little bit, a little bit weird. Everything is a little weird. They do these like um, prank shows where you're watching them in the back of the the, the, the DD, like 
what you call Uber. Yeah. We've got the TV there and it's... It's not funny. But you can see they're trying real hard to be funny. And then they cut to Tom and Jerry and that keeps my kids entertained. Oh, classic. Classic Tom and Jerry violence. One of the one of the funniest ones I saw is uh, I think RC Man reviewed reviewed it, and uh, it was like a it's a Chinese game show where they were trying to climb it to the top of a set of stairs to a treasure chest, and the, the stairs were just completely covered in like the most insanely sort of slippery substance, which is like fucking fairy liquid or whatever. But they they were all just trying to run to the top, and they just kept on like like just cascading down like just taking each other out and he's just like commentating on it it's so funny it's like, what? Why, why are people watching this is a gay show but uh, like to be fair i was utterly engrossed by it as well so clearly that's why <laughs> sounds like Takeshi's yeah castle. it's the kind of the the trashiness of it is the is the the attraction or it is the thing that you get sort of absorbed in it's weird i like this song Gotta be thick. Coming in the background. Love it. That's a very thick layer. Nice. I like it. I don't remember being this good anymore. You don't remember being what? This good at DJing in April. It's amazing how much, like, when you look back at your old set, you think, actually, I, prob- I probably would have done, would, would do that differently now. Maybe it's constant learning curve, don't it? Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you what I would like to do is dedicate this episode to uh, David and Mickey. Oh, yeah. Our, our very good friend, David and Mickey, have just had a baby girl. Called Melina. Oh, we love you. Melina. Uh, she looks absolutely beautiful. We had photographs last night of both of them just after the birth. And uh, mum and dad with baby, and they look absolutely adorable. Melt your heart, adorable. And they've got such lovely parents because they are the two nicest people in the world. And that is one very lucky baby. For sure. For sure. And just a side point, David's got an absolutely amazing orator's voice. So he, his, his bedtime reading of of children's stories will be yes. off, off the chain. Like he used oh. to read. I used to. Absolutely. So I. I obviously work in secondary, but when he worked at the school that I work at, he was working in primary. And sometimes I, I would nip over to primary to, for whatever business or maybe see Michelle or something. And I walked past his classroom on a couple of occasions and he'd be sitting there reading to them. Like, it, it's a bit of a lost art. Not many teachers read to their class anymore. Like, you know, like the BFG or whatever it is. Or the Iron Giant. And uh, he had them eating out of the palm of his hands. Uh, and I just think... It just, it just, uh, they're both like that. They're both like really full of stories, like really good orators, and, and just like that baby's just gonna, just gonna grow up having some amazing uh, stories to tell. And uh, well, they'll, they'll go like traveling the world as well. They'll probably have it diving before he's, uh, before he's even ten years old. The mermaid baby. It'd be absolutely amazing. Super happy for them.
Isn't this song Rio de Janeiro? Yeah. And they're currently in Brazil. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's a nice little moment where things just come together, isn't it? <laughs> Constantly amazed by our listenership. So I put these episodes on the same page for all of you. The last episode in the last week, we've had 23 listeners. No, there we go. One of the earlier ones had 39. Practically an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Well. In the whole history of the Echo Chamber, we've had 235 There we are. That's, uh, that's how you know when you're hitting your peak, you know? So some more land organisers. To be fair, I, I still need to play you know, looking for suggest a... certain episodes to, to, the peop- to the people I've mentioned in the episodes. Like I, I still haven't sent some of the earlier episodes to Claire Purdy yet. <laughs> and I really should. Because <laughs> uh, she's got mentioned loads. <laughs> and then... Uh, I yep. ble- you know we released uh, yesterday, released the episode 12 on the sea were on the other side. And uh, Sarah messaged me like, oh yeah, like, normally I'd, like this is Sarah Newton. She's like, oh, I really enjoy listening to YouTube brats talking about, just talking nonsense, ruining, ruining the good music in the background. Like, like, oh. She's like, I can't believe I have to wait until episode 12 to get a mention. She's like, I'm going to send you a load of songs And she sent me a list of about five, six different songs that she wants me to... You know, in the earlier episode where we said, send songs in, we'll try and work it into a set, yeah. which I'm going to start to work on next week. Um, she uh, she said, uh, I can't believe it's taken this long for me to get a mention. And uh, here are five very good songs I want you to incorporate, you know, typical, like, super bossy. needs to, like, try and control what's going on. No, you've got to play this song. It's like, I'm not playing Kylie. I'm not, I'm not doing it, Sarah. She's like, no, it's a really good Kylie song. Alright, <laughs> uh, fine. Okay, if, I can, if someone's making me put Aladdin for a set in there, I'll, I'll, I can put Kylie in. I'll just call it then. We're going to have like one episode and it's just going to be everyone else's yeah, garbage. Yeah, I'll just call it the garbage episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, to be fair, when, you, when you're DJing a party where it's like... If there's like loads of parents and stuff there and they're all making requests, it very quickly descends into this is a garbage party. It's like, oh, can I have some Justin Bieber, please? Oh, no, no, please, can I have... What's the, uh... Oh, God, what's the solely singer? American guy. Bruno Mars. Oh, my God, yeah, that always gets... Oh, please have some Bruno Mars. Oh, God, no. One, one Direction. Maroon 5. Another one. Get fucked. Yeah. Oh, I love this song.
So David is being called away in some kind of either toilet-based or family-based emergency. <laughs> I think this is Jack Jones, isn't it? That's nice. I like that. Um, again, that sort of male mid to high sort of solo vocal there. And he stripped it right back. He's taking it just down to that track. And he's going to drop it in again here. That was clinical. You can hear everything about that last 60 seconds was leading to that point. I've never, I've not, to anyone who's listening, I haven't actually listened to this set either. This is my first time listening to it, as it is yours. Except you get the, the lovely dulcet tones of my voice over the top of it, Sarah and Monique. <laughs> I mean, I can think of a better way to listen to music. Uh, do you know what? Actually, I had a positive comment about my commentary from my mate Draper. He was like, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed episode 12. I thought it was your, uh, one of your best ones yet because I sort of felt like uh, sort of vicariously connected for over a long distance, you know, during the times of lockdown. It was nice to hear a, hear a friend's voice and, you know, telling a story about an experience. I sort of felt like I was there with you. And I thought that was a really, really nice thing to say. So thank you very much, Draper, and being, being a... Uh, a devoted listener. Uh, I'm not going to slam you like I slammed Sarah Newton and Monique because, uh, well, you were nice. They weren't. <laughs> oh, nice. Like that poppy, yeah. I mean, like poppy. making up words now. But. <laughs> Very simple, like this little, this little yeah. section now. And that's exactly what you thought as you're making the set and just gone right now. I'm just going to layer something else. <laughs> ah, our brain. You know this needs. This needs horns. <laughs> I know exactly what you think of when you're doing this. Oh! Need horns. I needed horns. Definitely needed horns. Yeah.
acid house sounding in the background there. This this set is literally like it. It's <laughs> like it's got dementia. It's <laughs> where it started to where it is now. It's like <laughs> who am I? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That like just keeps swimming. Just keeps. Swimming. <laughs> like, I love it. I remember when we used to like when we used to DJ together at like part staff parties or Moonbeats or you know just people's birthday parties and stuff. Oh, that was a very nice upscale there. Sorry, caught my attention. Um, but yeah, like that was part of the fun of it, though, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. The uh, just trying to like make your way through and think, oh, where can we go to next? And uh, and then just put you on something completely and utterly random. And then be like, all right, okay, we'll go with that. And then you, and then you'll try to find something to match, or I'll try to find something to sort of take it along that same direction. That's how we do when we go all night. Nice. This is a really good sample. I love that bass. Yeah. Mm. I like the uh, the the very Game Boy sounding like this is who? Endor, pump it up. Oh yeah. Possibly the Luke. Yeah, 32 or 64 though. It's not obvious. There, yeah, I reckon you just let it go there. Like, did I really record this? Yeah, yeah, yeah this is like... <laughs> it's really, really good. I'm like... It's so like, such a massive mix of different styles though. I love it. How is it, um, you know that Halloween gig you did? That, uh, where was it? Yeah. What was the venue though? Uh, the Smooth Bar. So it's bar down the road? Yeah. Right, oh, okay. But the, uh, that... That that costume, you know, the light up thing. Yeah. That that would be good, co uh, like cover art for one of the episodes as well at some point. Yeah, I mean, you got to have Captain Underpants for this one, but. Got some more Halloween. I got a, a black plastic face mask with LED strips on it, so it had like. Cross out eyes and then a, a mouth with like, maybe stitch clothes. 
Yeah, it looks like stitching. So, but it was lit up yeah. against a black background. So it looks like the stitching of a teddy bear. Imagine a, a teddy bear in a horror film, but the stitching was like glow in the dark <laughs> neon. And then I had a, uh, a black tracksuit, where somebody had stitched in LED piping to it again. So all of my arms. <laughs> Who did that for you? And when my friends. Well, no, some guy on Tavo. <laughs> oh, right. I think you meant like someone at work. for me. I no. think you uh, <laughs> roped, roped to the art teacher into doing something else. <laughs> Get some teaching assistance on board. <laughs> it's, it's worth mentioning that our Defy logo, uh, individual logos, which actually come together, fit together perfectly to create the Defy Ancona uh, in the group logo. It was very cleverly designed by one of your art teachers, wasn't it? Uh, no, one of our school designers. So we've school got designers, team. sorry. Oh, and sorry, our, marketing yeah. team, that was it. And that's how um, you get it. During lockdown, they were sitting at home, nothing to do. And I happened to mention that I was looking for a DJ logo, and she said, I'll do it for you. Awesome. And, uh, and so there I've it is, the birth of Defiant Kronos, the, uh, the, yeah. the, the interlocking uh, record logos. Dave was always very good at that, like, using people's strengths. And that's why he's a very good school leader. vocal over Clapton sounded great. I think I took that too early. No, oh, I thought that worked. But that's, the, that's the first moment in this set I'm like, oh. Up until then, it's like, way! <laughs> no, I think it worked, man. What does he actually say there? Motherfucker's gonna come I, under that's pressure. That's why I heard motherfucker as well, right? Motherfucker's gonna come under pressure, or motherfuckers can't cope under pressure. Or... Yeah. I've, I've never Googled the lyrics, I, I don't want to, because in my head he says motherfucker, and I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> there was another song, and, I, and it is actually by Bruno Mars, and I thought he said a very rude word in it at one point, and then I was absolutely gutted to know that it, it, it didn't in fact say this word. I'm not gonna say what it was, but I was absolutely gutted. I spent like years and years and years with many songs believing that I've got the right lyrics. And then when people prove me wrong, I'm like, ah, oh, that's ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> in the house, in the house, house. You know, there is a, a new remix of uh, All the Ladies that's been brought out. Um, shit, I saw it the other day. Can't remember who it was uh, remixed by, but it, it, it's really good. You'd like it. It's, it's the same song, but like much more enhanced bass-wise. Yeah, I think it's, I think I heard it on my on my way to work, but I didn't. I wasn't paying attention enough to catch who it was. Ah, cats and dogs. Uh, the cats and dogs remix. I've just looked.
different direction again. It's always a good sign of a good set when, uh, when I'm quite quiet, because I'm just, normally it means I'm here just <laughs> si sipping at my drink Dance and just away. dancing. Which is exactly what I'm doing now. That sounds great together. Kudos to you, sir. It's sort of like if Fatboy Slim did a duet with Prodigy or something. <laughs> You know he's saying peace, love, and whatever there. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, kind of like entertaining the possibility that next summer that our Tomorrowland tickets will be valid and this festival will run. Because if it's cancelled for a second year in a row, I'm not, I might have a little bit of crying. But anyway, I was thinking um, uh, about like you know the the tagline for Tomorrowland. So like, um, live today, love tomorrow, unite forever. Yeah, live today, love tomorrow, unite forever. And then, like, when you listen to like certain types of EDM music and techno, dark house, deep, deep techno stuff, it doesn't necessarily sound like the most like hippie, free-loving, spread the love around the world type thing. But it, it, like, the whole point of all of it is just people coming together to dance and, and rave and party. And, like the whole essence of Tomorrowland. I was really, really surprised about that Tomorrowland when, when I got there. Just how friendly everyone is. Like, the, you just do not feel at risk at all. Like, more so than any festival I went to in, in, in the UK. Um, and it just, it just sort of made me think that, like, actually, kind of all EDM is, is about that, really. It's about that kind of just shared experience of coming, coming together and partying it out cathartically, you know, face up to it or get it out of your system or whatever. It's just, uh, I, I just always, it's something that took me by surprise about it. That's kind of what really, really got into it. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to segue it again here, right? I like it though. Just taking a like a little break. Taking them, this is much more upbeat now, isn't it? Like, um, uh, uplifting, sorry.
don't think this would be a good set to run to because it's an hour it's just over an hour and it's got a good similar beats per minute throughout the whole thing it doesn't slow down the speed up so if you're looking to run at a consistent speed and you could run at this is probably about 124 126 beats a minute I might try it tomorrow. <laughs> I need some chirping in the background there. You've got this very melodic. And then this deep voice narrating in the background. I love a narrated voice. The only way that song could be better is if it was Morgan Freeman narrating it. <laughs> or Dave Birrell. Gen genuine drunken conversation that I had last night. Who is the better orator? Mor Morgan Freeman or Ian McKellen? Oh. And he's actually thinking about it. Morgan Freeman is Morgan Freeman. Better actor is he but So if that was if that was caught on the microphone, that was me opening a, a bottle of tonic. <laughs> I'm a little bit worse for wear today, so uh plowing on through with a with a bucket tonic, uh, with a a load of lemon juice in it. No, citrus sort of kick the next day. One of your five a day, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. I've already had the doner kebab, but I had salad in it, so uh, that's got to be one of my five. And then some, like, you know, like pickled chilies. That's two. And yeah. then some lemon in my vodka. Yeah. Vodka and lemon. So that's three veg. Basically, I just need to have yeah. two more veg and I'm good. I'm, I'm trying to think about what I can have. <laughs> Maybe just make myself a banana smoothie with some rum in it or something. My friend used to say menthol cigarettes. It's one of our five a day. <laughs> <laughs> They're things we say. This has got a good build. Again, this has got the back and forth, the two voices. Yeah, no, I can hear you fluctuate between the two. It's a little like... I love I that uplifting high. piano chords. Yeah, I needed that snare coming in as well. That was just really nice, gives it a bit of pace there as well. Yeah. Different direction. 
Oh, hello. Going a bit, a bit deeper and darker. This, this set reminds me of how I walk around a supermarket. Yeah, it just has that so feeling. Can enjoy. Otherwise, we will be forced to all disturbance makers from the I feel like I'm being chased through a supermarket, you know, in like some kind of zombie attack. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just me fighting the zombies. <laughs> like, like zombie-like, you know, it's like comically, just like hilarious, oh, yeah. gory mess. Twacking the shit out of a load of zombies with like a baseball bat or something. I like to think I've fared quite well in a zombie apocalypse. I feel like I have the ruthlessness. I feel like I'm now equipped for better to fight a zombie apocalypse than I was. Like well, I think China's proved that it can survive a zombie apocalypse in the way that it dealt with the uh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Build a wall! <laughs> so everyone can enjoy. I got my sword on. Oh, you did? Um, for, for anyone who's listening, Dave is about to get his sword out. Get your sword out. Get your sword out. Oh, there it is, it's like shit! God, that's massive! It's so big! That could do some real damage! Oh, look, it just slipped right back inside, doesn't it? Smooth as a cucumber! So just to explain that last bit, Dave got a, a ceremonial samurai sword given to him by someone at work as a as a present for being awesome, uh, and that's in fact what he was doing. That's in fact what he was unsheathing there. Just in case anyone got the wrong idea about what he was unsheathing. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna take a turn down, like a calmer moment. Yeah. You know, with the wailing siren. Yeah, no, you have to have. <laughs> just nothing more calming than wailing sirens. See, <laughs> things that I associate as being, you know, calm and sirens. <laughs> you can tell we've lived in foreign countries for a long time. Yeah, I don't oh, I, I love falling asleep to the sound of traffic. To, to be fair, mate, there was a really. <laughs> It was a really quiet night the other night, and I was like, because we just turned the, you know, like that time of the year when you first turn the aircon off because it's yeah. cold enough at night not to have it on. And, uh, and normally, like, you can just hear the aircon humming away, and that's what actually helps me to sleep. So when you turn it off, it, everything else becomes amplified. I was like fucking Spider Man all of a sudden. I could just, like, hear, like, dogs <laughs> three, three kilometers away. 
and sirens and fucking <laughs> traffic beeping and I was like, oh my god, what have I let myself in for here? But then like within two days, I like, readjusted to the background noise again and it's, it's fine. I find that sometimes when I go to my mum's house, um, because she lives way out in the, like in, in sort of, the, in Yorkshire basically, in the countryside, it was so quiet and so dark, it was like being in a sensory deprivation tank, I swear to god, it was terrifying. <laughs> Especially when you, you know, you spent so long living in like London or Cairo or whatever, you're so used to background noise. Oh, that was a very nice bit. Well, well done. This is exactly the motion I would be doing if I was DJing that section. <laughs> Which is really, for anyone listening who didn't see what I was doing, it was uh, a very smug, like, finger wave. Kind of bop your head and look over at someone else and be like, yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> you know, like when you just get the one moment, it's like really good, and everyone's like, Whoa! And you're like, yeah. 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 yeah I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play it humble. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, mother. I'm starting to feel like this uh, vodka and lemon and tonic is starting to mix with last night's whiskey. It's creating a n- nice little uh, nice little cocktail in my tummy. It is, especially when you, you know, you bring back and forth, and you've got your sword out. (laughs) I'm just going to play with it for the rest of the episodes. Yeah. Especially those filthy bits. (laughs) So, uh, yesterday I was playing golf, weirdly, with my boss and my boss's boss, and uh, another... Staff member from work, and uh, well, inevitably you have a few. You were the boss of, right? Yeah, who so I for him it was his boss, his boss, his boss, his boss, his boss, boss, his boss, his boss, his boss, his boss, 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 boss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay. Inevitably, we're, we're in the nine-hole championship course because we well, because basically by eighteen holes, I'll be dead by the end of it. Uh, and we had a brunch to get back for in the afternoon. So anyway. We're playing this obviously inevitably involves uh, a, a few beers, a bit of bants, some golf buggies, and some dangerous driving, and, and otherwise, you know, playing golf. And uh, so, so it's like nine o'clock in the morning, we're cracking over the first beer. And, uh, and I can't remember what it was. Who said it? Was it? But I, I, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine the day before, and one of the, the favourite comebacks that Jake Peralta uses in that is the title of your sex tape. So my boss said, <laughs> I don't like shooting when it's this wet. And I went, title of your sex tape. <laughs> and, uh, and my boss looked at me like, what, what you think? <laughs> and then, well, then he just started laughing. And, and I was like, just for, just for a second there, he was like, ooh, did he, did he overstep? 
And then, uh, so later on, I just ca- I cracked one about myself, and it's like really self-deprecating, and it sort of, then it sort of like evened the playing field a little bit. It was something like, I can't play out of the rough. The title of my sex tape. <laughs> uh, anyway, it works with everything. Pull me close, close your eyes. Title of your sex tape. See, it works with everything. I do like this. I'm now looking around the room to see what it would. It just does work with everything. Okay, I've went to Glastonbury. <laughs> Tyler, my sexy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what else would I bring with Rose? Hold on. Filthy. Tomorrowland. I was really surprised with the bingo card that you didn't. I've already mentioned Tomorrowland, like twice. <laughs> Tick. Um, I was surprised that on that bingo thing, you know you left a couple of free spaces. Yeah. Well, I, I sent the bingo card, obviously, to the people that I share the episodes with. And uh, to my mate Draper, I was saying, uh, in, in one of the free spots, I would definitely, definitely put in there, just put it to context. I'm so surprised you didn't put that in the bingo card. It's on my list. Did I not put it in the bingo card? It's one of the obvious ones. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not that one. Oh, that was a nice switch. Oh, nice. I'm just going like... Deep techno here. I like this. What's this? Mate, it um, was April. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so since this set was recorded, Dave has a new laptop and has lost the crate in which he made this set. So has no. Uh, I think I've no track three laptops. This was actually a suggestion again from my mate who said uh, maybe you should post the track lists for each one so then people can download the individual songs that they like. I was like, yeah, that would work. If on most of them we actually had the track, if we had the checklist, I mean to be fair, I've got all of mine. I was yeah, it, I, I was doing a collective we there, but like really, it's you. <laughs> and it's only because you got a new laptop, though. To be fair. Yeah. So when you told me that, you know, what I did immediately because of the kind of person I am. Went into all of my set lists, took pictures of them, saved them on my phone. Just in case anything happens to my laptop now, I can rebuild the original sets. I am that level of like, like, anally retentive. Taylor, you're sexy. Yay! (laughs) Good man. Continual in the background there, and it's like yeah. quite. It grabs your attention. Oh, I know what's coming here. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah, you do. I'm perfectly tied with the intro. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> so in the next episode, basically, I'm going to play a birthday set that I never got to play because I wasn't able to have my birthday. But. Camel Fat will feature very heavily in that because it's basically all of the songs that I like so purely selfish set but all the ones that have an emotional connection for me 
This isn't in it, but other Camel Fat songs are. Oh, a funky remix. Is this a Salado remix? Oh, right, yeah, no, sorry. I'm I don't know. Everything <laughs> roll. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds tremendous. Great remix. I love that bass in the background. Remember this? Oh. <laughs> I just showed, showed Dave a bottle of ID Egyptian vodka, and his response was. <laughs> the the making, fermenting, and otherwise uh, putting together of any kind of alcoholic drink in Egypt is not. Uh, something that is uh, a particular strength of the countries. <laughs> the alcohol is strong, uh, but the quality of it is not. <laughs> what have I finished this set on? Does it just end on Calpa? It's a nice place to end if it is. I like that. Yeah. That in the background. Yeah. I mean, there's still two minutes left. I could probably get another six songs in there. <laughs> Squirrel. I do love a voice as well though. Oh! Funky! Break it down now. Probably a bit late in the episode to advise all of our listeners to be listening on good headphones because this sounds great. 
if you're listening to this on bad headphones or your phone speaker, go back to the beginning, get some nice headphones and try again. And then also simultaneously get more um, plays of our track, so we're good. Win-win. Yes, good point. Yeah, I got some new uh, earphone things for my birthday from uh, from the guys at work, and they're really cool. They're like these like Samsung Pod things that go inside the ear, and it feels like they're going to fall out, but they never do. And uh, surprisingly good, like because they're inside the ear, like surprisingly good yeah. sound um, because it, they're quite sort of noise cancelling. And they've got it's got part of their wearable tech um, uh, for Samsung, and like you can use them as noise cancelling. Uh, thing so I thought you know you could even use oh, them yeah. like, like Tomorrowland or gigs or something like that. Because you know, it's around and we had to walk around around those earplugs all the time, didn't we? Yeah. So you could use them as a version of that, but and then be able to accept calls or something. I don't know <laughs> when we inevitably lose each other. How <laughs> <laughs> about that big flowery thing over there by the by the main stage? Oh yeah, yeah, no yeah, problem. yeah. Can you can you see my t-shirt? Oh yeah, there you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the other end of the premises, yes, I can. <laughs> Which is true. From from one nearly a mile away, Monique and Jen could see my uh, t-shirt tomorrow. Just saying, I buy bright. Anyway, great episode, Dave. Loved it. Thank you very much. Uh, really, really loved the uh, the dementia style, bassy Dave. Yeah. Very Dave. Very very Dave. Up and down, like backwards and forwards. Loved the finish. Brilliant. I absolutely love that, mate. Thank you. Thank you, Dave of twenty. April 2020, because I wasn't expecting something that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to your, your brother for making that happen in whatever way he did. By saying you That's not giving too much credit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, we don't need to get a big head. Is that the brother that I've met? <laughs> yes, I've only got oh. one brother. Oh, right, well, yeah. Um, well, yeah, good. Good effort, mate. So next week, uh, thank you very we much will... for listening. Go on. Oh well, you know, no, it's all right, mate. You just no, you want to finish. Go the ahead. No, you, no, no, if you want to finish the episode, finish it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say next, next, next one will be my birthday bonanza thing that I didn't get to play at my birthday. Anyway, end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening.